0: Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Preview Day at the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts and this week Formula One has jackets on and umbrellas at hand for what looks to be a wet and wild weekend in Montreal. The circuit Gilles Villeneuve is an F1 favourite. It's a high-speed semi-street circuit, meaning the walls are close and the risk is always high. A completely different challenge to Barcelona just a couple of weeks ago. And after Mercedes and Ferrari played their upgrade cards in the last couple of weeks, it's Aston Martin's turn to bring a big list of new parts in the ongoing battle to catch Red Bull Racing best of the rest could be a particularly valuable position this weekend too, with rain forecast all three days. While no one doubts Max Verstappen's wet weather prowess, could it be the kind of random element we need to see someone finally beat Red Bull Racing? Let's see what the paddock thinks by heading now to Montreal in Canada and your host all weekend. It's Luke
1: Smith. Hello from Montreal, my name is Luke Smith, senior Formula 1 writer for The Athletic and it is great to be back on hosting duties for Pit Pass F1 after my most recent appearance at Imola was rained out. We are back in Canada, the Canadian Grand Prix is always one of the highlights of the season. We love coming to Montreal, it's a great city, great culture, great coffee as well as I'm enjoying. It meant there was a really good vibe right through the paddock on Thursday amid the usual media commitments at the circuit Gilles Villeneuve. Even when a little bit of drizzle arrived in the afternoon, making people reach for their umbrellas and make sure to get their raincoats. Looking at the forecast, it could really be just the start of the wet weather that's gonna come over the weekend. One of the anticipated talking points on Thursday in Canada was Lewis Hamilton and the latest on his Mercedes future. Hamilton revealed after the race in Spain that he was due to meet with Mercedes team boss Toto Wolff the very next day for their latest round of talks about his new contract. It suggested that it was edging ever closer to being finalised. Earlier this week, Wolf then spoke in New York on CNBC, saying it was a matter of days or weeks, not months, pointing to things moving forward and leading us to ponder if there could be an announcement in Canada this weekend. Hamilton said although there had been some progress with his new contract, there was nothing else new to really add. The message from Lewis was, it'll get done when it gets done. To quote Hamilton, If that's next week, if that's in a month's time, as long as it's done, it doesn't really bother me. Until then, we'll just have to keep holding our breath for a contract renewal that does look like a formality. Well, let's see if the Ferrari rumors come back up. We are very much in Lewis Hamilton territory this weekend. He has won seven times in Canada, but even with Mercedes recent upturn in form and the upgrade package in Spain leading to that double podium finish, the team has come into this weekend downplaying expectations. The slow speed corners in Canada are unlikely to suit the W14 car as well as the medium and high speed stuff did in Spain. But George Russell said that if Mercedes could cling on to its second quickest team status from Spain, it would serve as a huge confidence boost for the entire team going into the rest of the season. One team trying to disrupt that is Aston Martin and especially Fernando Alonso, who is in a bullish mood after the race in Spain about the team's fortunes going forward. Ferrari and Mercedes have both been talking up Aston Martin's chances in Canada. Even Max Verstappen said that if any driver but him were to win a race, he'd like it to be Alonso, calling him an animal. Alonso knows what it takes to win in Canada. Remember, he qualified second for Alpine here last year in the rain, pointing to his quality around this track. So i put it to Fernando if he thought this was his best chance yet to score that elusive 33rd win that Spanish social media so dearly wants him to score but he said he thought that moment had already been and gone. that Monaco was the best opportunity for Aston Martin to beat Red Bull, and the team got so, so close to making that happen. Alonso explained that his confidence post-Spain was more that the bad weekend would be an outlier for the year and not something that would be repeated through the rest of the season. Still, with a bit of rain, some safety cars, maybe even a little groundhog or two interrupting proceedings in the race, who knows what could come Alonso's way. The overwhelming favourite heading into the weekend remains Max Verstappen, who is chasing his fourth victory in a row. The return to a more street-esque layout in Montreal could play towards Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez, who admitted on Thursday that he needs to reset after his recent struggles, picking out Monaco in particular as being a big opportunity missed. There were some interesting comments made by Christian Horner after the last race in Spain about the points gap that had grown between Verstappen and Perez at the top of the standings. He said he thought that it would actually ease some of the pressure on Perez, meaning he had less fine margins to fight over. But Checo said on Thursday he did not see it that way and didn't feel any extra weight off his shoulders because of how the title outlook had changed. He said there was always a need to deliver the best results, especially with such a good car. One thing is for sure though, he does need to strike back against Verstappen ASAP if he wants to shift momentum in this title fight. Another driver in need of a good result in Canada is Charles Leclerc who had a miserable Spanish Grand Prix weekend. He revealed that Ferrari hadn't found anything wrong with his car to explain why he struggled so badly in Spain on Saturday when he dropped out in Q1. He admitted it was a little bit worrying Ferrari didn't have the reason for the struggles in Spain, but stressed his belief in the Ferrari project and the direction the team is heading in. It will be interesting to see this weekend if we go to a track with softer tyre compounds and a little less demanding on the Pirelli rubber, whether Ferrari's degradation struggles and tyre management woes each Sunday will continue here. Ferrari's F1 squad will of course be hoping to take inspiration from its victorious sister team at the 24 Hours of Le Mans last week, where Leclerc was in attendance. Shaw revealed that he stayed up right through to 4.30am, happy hour, such a good time at Le Mans, seeing the cars just really pushing for it as temperatures come down, the sun is coming up, and he said he really soaked up the fan atmosphere. He also reiterated his interest in one day taking part in the famous race, but said he was unsure how it would be possible during his F1 career given how busy the calendar now is. Fernando Alonso, of course, a two-time Le Mans winner, a WEC champion with Toyota, was sat next to him, and he pointed out that he did the entire WEC season on top of an F1 campaign back in 2018, when there were still 21 races. Alonso said he would like to go back to Le Mans, while Alex Albon, Valtteri Bottas, and Oscar Piastri, also sat alongside Leclerc and Alonso, said it would be cool to try something different and visit the Circuit de la Sarthe one day. Bottas did, however, say it was very likely he would go to Bathurst first before he goes to Le Mans. He does love Australia. And while we're on the topic of legendary circuits to finish off, let's get to the Nordschleife. Earlier this week, it was revealed Sebastian Vettel is set to return to the cockpit of a Red Bull F1 car when he takes part in a show run at the Green Hell in September. It will mark the first time modern F1 cars have run on the full Nordschleife layout of the Nürburgring since 2013. Vettel will be driving his title-winning RB7 car using sustainable fuels, similar to how he's going to do at Goodwood and did at Silverstone last year, driving Nigel Mansell's 92 winner. And Daniel Ricciardo is also going to feature in the event with Red Bull. But one man who won't be taking part is Max Verstappen. Verstappen revealed on Thursday he did want to be part of the Neuschleife Red Bull run, but it was Red Bull advisor Helmut Marko who would not let him. According to Max, Marco knew he would try and go to the limit while pushing around one of the most demanding circuits in all of world motorsport. Max, we wouldn't have you any other way and it's such a shame because that would have been such a cool thing to see. But he did say he hopes to do the track one day. So that is all for Thursday in Montreal. I will be back after practice tomorrow, making sure to pack my raincoat and umbrella looking at the forecast. It's going to be an interesting day. I think it's going to first read of where the pecking order might be shaping up and just what impacts the wet weather forecast for this weekend could have on proceedings. I will see you then on Pit Pass F1.
0: Thanks very much to Luke, who will be doing his best to stay dry all weekend in the Montreal paddock. Now, just before we wrap this one up, I want to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts called Press Box Access. PressBox Access is hosted by former sports writer, Todd Jones, who recently interviewed one of motorsports most accomplished riders, Al Pierce, who talks everything from NASCAR and the death of the legendary Dale Earnhardt Sr. to his first ever experience of the Formula One paddock in Canada. So NASCAR was basically primitive compared to Formula One. And I did not realize how advanced Formula One was until I went to Montreal and left there thinking, my God, those people, they are, they're they either brilliant, or, and the other thing that impressed me about Montreal was the money that seemed to be there, mm. the social scene, the, the yachts along the waterfront. I was told about all the jets that had flown in that weekend, all of which was just something I couldn't quite fathom until I looked at it and saw it up close. So Formula One was just... Uh, It just blew me away because I was not prepared to see things that sophisticated. Yeah, I think sometimes if if folks could just walk into a garage, you know, they probably have in their mind what it's like. But if you took them into pit row, um, it's like a different world. You can listen to this full episode of Pressbox Access featuring Al Pierce wherever you get your favorite podcasts and at evergreenpodcasts.com. But on the eve of the Canadian Grand Prix, make sure you're up to date with the F1 paddock by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. You can also keep up to date with the goings-on between episodes by following Luke Smith on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast.